0: peace to you from god our father and from our lord and savior jesus christ amen you may be seen in our house we made a big turn on friday from thanksgiving to christmas now we still had plenty of turkey and we had lots of uh, miracle whip and turkey sandwiches and stuffing and all of those things we did run out of my wife's favorite my favorite our family's favorite cranberry salad that is history, but there is rumor that there will be some made after church today, so we'll see how that goes. We could use some of that. My children tend to really, well, they ate it all. It's just not cool, but it is what it is and kind of how it goes. But we start breaking into the garage. My, my wife starts breaking into the, to the Christmas stuff. And you know how that goes. You, you know what that's all about. Some of those things are, are very old. And there's some old things that mean a lot when you grab them this hat means a lot to me picture on the screen i got this hat as a gift for coaching football in 1993 i was a lot younger then and had a lot more hair and was even a little thinner then than i am now but not much and we coached and coached and coached and coached and we worked and worked and worked and worked and at the end of the year we got a card that was signed by all the football players and a hat. Didn't get a stipend, didn't get a check, didn't get anything big and grand, but we got this hat, which, it's old. And it smells a little bit. And it's been worn at very, very special games and pieces of my life. I keep this hat in, in our closet and and, and, and there's times where I, when, when I wear it, it, it means a lot. And when I look at it, it reminds me of working with those boys, of building a program, of participating in and contributing to something that would be enduring and lasting. Something old. You have old things. You have old ornaments that maybe you got from grandma and grandpa. Maybe they came over from the boat from Europe. I don't know. But I do know that in these days ahead, you'll go into that garage or into your storage thing. Maybe they're plastic bins. Maybe it's apple boxes. I don't know. But you'll open those things up, and something happens inside. Where you look at that and you behold that little piece and you go back to where you were maybe when you were 14 or 15 years old, something beautiful happens. Maybe you look at old Christmas cards, old pictures when your family and your friends were little and young, you didn't have as much then as you have now, and you go back to those promises of old and those times of old remembering the good things of life or old recipes the cranberry recipe for the cranberry salad it's going to be a barn burner and when my wife and i are old er, <laughs> and we're going to our children's home They'll break out the recipe for that cranberry salad. And they'll make that salad and they'll remember where they came from. The smell, the purchasing of the ingredients, the way you blend and crush the cranberries, all of those things, adding to the peace of remembering. And then those marvelous family traditions that you and you have in your family and I have in mind who comes where, who cooks what, what it looks like, how it is, and, and the warmth and the joy of those traditions. This is the, the season of Advent, the first Sunday of Advent. And this is kind of what we do in Advent. We go back a little bit. And those old things, those, the, those, those old pieces of life and family draw us into the story of our family and remind us who we are and where we've come from and why we are who we are today and maybe even give us a sense of hope pushing forward into the future i think those old things remind us of different times i like when we're able to to pull those things out and go i remember where this came from i remember when we visited that national park and the yellowstone ornament goes on the tree and we're almost instantly transported back remembering different times being connected to the story of family and faith and life together. And somehow those old things take us back, speaking to our hearts that there's more than just here and now. That God did not beam us onto a planet without a context like Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock so we could fight bad aliens. We, 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 we've come from somewhere and we're going to somewhere. And in the middle of that journey is... Blessing and hope and peace and people and family. There's more than just now. There's a whole string of events that help define us and make us who we are. And when I begin to think about that and I have those thoughts, I begin to think about the reality that God is always molding and shaping us. The creative hand of God is upon your life, even here and now. As He uses His Word and His Spirit, the beauty of this sanctuary, the hymns, the music, the preaching, the prayers, all to form you. So that where you're at now, when you leave the sanctuary this morning, you take that next step into the future and that next step into the future. And there's something beautiful and rich and meaningful about the life and the context that you have in Jesus. Those old things take us back like an angel from your grandma on top of your Christmas tree. The Lord's promises go back. The promise that Katie read from Jeremiah chapter 31. That promise goes back way, way, way before Jesus, Jeremiah speaking into a difficult context, but these words, the days are coming, declares the Lord when I will fulfill the good promise I made to the people of Israel and Judah. In those days and at that time, I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which it will be called. The Lord, our righteous Savior. Harkens back to the words of the Old Testament. When God came down to his people and he said, I will be your God and you will be my people. He made that covenantal promise. He said of all the things in your life that you're going to build upon. Of the foundation of who you are and what you're all about. Just remember that this covenant, this promise, I will be your God and you will be my people. Is going to be fulfilled with the coming of a Messiah. And you're going to know him when you see him. He's on the way. Jeremiah was speaking to a people who were struggling. They were out of their homeland when the Lord said, when they went to the Lord and said, when are are we going to go home? It's going to be a touch and go. And the Lord said, nope, you're going to be here for a while. And you can go back to the promise of Abraham where God said, I will give you land and cattle and crops and children. And they're saying, wait a minute. The covenant was tied to, to the land and now we're out of the land. So where's God and what's God doing? And in some cases, families were split up, grandma and grandpa stayed there and the working people and the smart people and the connected people and the educated people went away into captivity. People like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were up and away. And Because their faith was so tied to their temple, being away from the temple was tantamount to being far away. From God. And Jeremiah spoke in a turbulent time, in a difficult time, a time where everything was not all laid out beautifully and perfectly. And he said, Don't forget where you came from, where you're at, and where you're going. God is with you, He is your God, and you are His people. And I wonder what you hear in this moment in the context of your life, I don't know about everyone, but I'm a little tired of being tired. I'm a little tired of having to make more decisions in a day than I was wired by God to make. And I'm tired of second guessing myself and other people and trying to figure that out. I'd like to figure out how the whole thing's going to end here and and how the pandemic and all that's going to go away so I could get on the jet of first class when this thing lands. But God spoke to Jeremiah in a different way than he speaks to me. And I'm a little tired of being tired. And going right along with that, I'm a little sick of being sick. And I'm sick of people struggling and hurting, not just physically, but emotionally being worn out in their hearts and their souls. And yet having lives to live in the context of Orange County with the busyness that is there and the tasks that need to be accomplished. And yet looking for the future and knowing that something's going to break and and when it breaks, things are going to be okay, going to be better, that God has promised he would not desert us, but that he would be with us. And we look to and hold to that future in this moment. But with the people of Jeremiah's time, we say, how long, oh Lord? When are you coming back? What's it going to be like? How's it going to work? And what's normal going to be like? Is there normal? Because if this is the new normal, then this is kind of yucky and kind of hard. I liked it when life was easier. And so those old promises seem to be rooted in our hearts in a different way, having been where we've been over the last 330 some odd days. And yet that old, old promise like my old, old hat, speaks to the soul, puts our ship a little more deeply situated in the water of God's love. From Jeremiah seven twenty three, the Lord said to Jeremiah, I will be your God, and you will be my people. God never left his people. He never walked away from his promise. Rather, he worked in the fullness of time. Rather, he worked generation by generation by generation with his people looking forward to that moment where the virgin would conceive and bear a son and the promise of the Messiah would be sealed in the birth, in the ministry, in the death of Jesus, the one who would be the son of God, divine and perfect and holy in every way and 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 also completely human in every way and the people would look and say this has got to be the guy the deaf hear the blind see the lame are healed and the good word of the kingdom is taught jeremiah's people held in faith looking forward to the promise of the messiah they knew that god was working And they had to be tapped on the shoulder and reminded, hey, God is not dead. God is not abandoned. God is with us. Hang in there. Let's go. We got this. We have the privilege and the honor in our context of life to be able to look back, to have ornaments and icons, to have stories and legends of family and friends, to look back and say, God has been faithful. He kept his promise to bring peace with God through his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Born in a stall, laid in a manger, was God's promised one, that Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. An old promise made new for us this morning as the Spirit breathes the words of Jeremiah upon God's people here and now in Orange, California. And somehow something beautiful happens to our souls as that good news works its way through the context and the complaints of the previous year. And God breathes anew in our hearts as we go forward into 2022. The words of that text are powerful, simple and real. The gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, of what God will do and what God will be about are are right there for us as we venture into 2022 in those days and at that time i will make a righteous branch sprout from david's line he will do what is just and right in the land and that marvelous verse 16 in those days judah will be saved and jerusalem will live in safety two marvelous gifts of the messiah's attendance to earth the salvation of god delivered to his people and safety. Sometimes when I hold something old in my hand, or I go back to an old promise, I'm reminded of times when we were saved and delivered from things that were really difficult. And that there's a sense of safety for our bodies, souls, and spirits as we are the Lord's. He is our God and we are His people. Would you pray with me? Thank you, Lord, for old things, for those things that we treasure and cherish, for for things that we treasure and cherish that are just between you and us that no one else would look at it and know and find value in it, but but we find a richness and a depth in seeing it, holding it, thinking about it smelling it we pray that during this advent season that you would take us to those things that are valuable that enrich our hearts and our spirits that lead us back to the old promises that are kept in jesus the savior our messiah and lord thank you that you love us and that you behold us in love thank you for the the days of 2021 those days where we kind of wondered if we were going to make it those days where you saw us through be with us as the light of your love dawns on the calendar of 2022. Grant us a resolute spirit. Grant us your grace. Grant us your mercy and your forgiveness for those things that have gotten out of, out of our hands. And Father, grant us as we look into the new year the marvelous light of hope. All these things we pray in the name who loves in the name of him who loves us, Jesus Christ our Lord.